0: And hey guys, good morning, and welcome back to an episode of Folgers and Backwards, the mid-morning solo cipher. It's a girl you truly will be read. Wishes for a fabulous fucking Friday, guys. We made it. And it's the weekend. I hope everybody's in good spirits. <coughs> <coughs> I hope everybody made it to the weekend, feeling good. I hope all your tasks was accomplished. I hope everything you intended um, was fulfilled was received. I hope that everyone is rested. I was tired all this motherfucking week. And I am so grateful that I feel as good as I do today because it's the weekend and I got shit to do that I have to do. And then I got shit to do that I want to do. So, you know, being rested is a very, very, very good step to getting things done or the only reason that I'm restless is because I forced my eyes to go to sleep <clears throat> early last night. I've been so tired. and I've been trying to tell people spirit work is extremely draining. Um, shadow work is draining. When you lucid dream, it's like you don't sleep at all. Like your brain never clicks that rest switch. So your body gets rest, but your brain doesn't. And when your brain and your body are not working in alignment, especially not with the soul, you're a mess. And I've been a mess all week, pretty much, because I'm so fucking drained. So yeah, I forced myself to go to sleep early yesterday. I knew I'm not a dumb girl. I'm always self-evaluating and analyzing. I knew that my crankiness, my lack of concentration, and my... Constant procrastination throughout the week was all a result of being tired. And when I thought about that, it was only one thing to do. Take my ass to bed. Like, I didn't want to go to sleep. I ain't going to lie. I wanted to sit up and watch fucking YouTube videos because I didn't get a chance to. I've been turned out to these goddamn anime stories lately. Um. Oh, can I do a shout out? Shout out to Yo Yo 808 bro. You keep me so fucking entertained. It makes absolutely no sense. It's so hard to get work done when you're gone. That's why I have to stay up in the middle of the night and watch you. Because, nigga, I be having shit to do in a daytime. But I love you. Please stay sweet, stay funny, and stay you. And stay posting. Because when I do take a break, you're usually what I go to lately. So, um, yeah. So I forced myself to not sit on YouTube and um, take my black ass to bed. And as a result... I'm a lot more focused this morning. Um, I'm really feeling good. Uh, I feel really good. My body, my mind, and my soul, I feel stronger. And it is all due to a good night's fucking sleep. So why did I spend so much time talking about that? Because that leads us into today's topic, guys. Practical application. So Folders and Backwards has been out for just over six months. And can you guys believe it? We're pushing on a year together. Um. And in this time, my intent and my goal has been to share enlightenment, to share um, the tools, the tips and tricks, the perspectives that have helped me shape my best existence and that are helping me shape my best existence. And it comes in different forms. We done talked about everything from emotions to relationships. We done talked about sex um, and magic, which is a conversation I definitely want to reiterate because that's probably the only, no, I think not the only, I think that's the very first is the best, the the proper way to say that without diminishing my own accomplishments. I think that was the very first podcast that I got some kind of dialogue from, someone actually had something to say about, so and it was an interesting perspective, so I might, it's been on my mind to revisit that, but we talk about a lot, guys, we talk about our spiritual paths, we talk about enlightenment, we've done talked about, um, basically how to shape this uniform, this existence that we're in, how to live in it with, um, other gods and goddesses while they're shaping their universe without letting them interrupt ours and vice versa. And in all this sharing, again, it wasn't just the stories, it was the knowledge that I was trying to share. That I was really sharing and that I was that my hopes are resonates. But what do we do with the fucking knowledge? Are you guys utilizing it? Um, or is it just a source of entertainment? And neither is wrong at the end of the day. This is you, I am my God shaping my existence. And as I'm doing it, I'm just sharing. And if it works, then it works for you. It's working for me. And that's my dominant concern. But for those of you who have, you know, actually allowed the message to resonate and some. Have or well, I know because I've been contacted. Um, like I said, you have to, have to follow me. you have to follow me on social media, email me, all that good stuff. I'm available damn near everywhere. If not under magical beginnings, it's under magical beginnings 35. Um, you can email me at believe at magicalbeginningshop.com. As always, the S in shop and beginnings is shared, but um, yeah. I love the hear you guys' perspectives, and I absolutely love when the message resonates and it provides a new perspective or a new path of travel for your journey. For me, I'm constantly self-evaluating and I'm constantly self-checking and the information that i share is always being utilized it's always being critiqued it's always being upgraded updated added to um you know just master because that's the only real thing i can do in this physical world is master myself and as i master myself i shape my universe in my image and again it's working guys And it's working because Of practical application I'm applying the knowledge That I'm learning I'm not just learning shit I'm actually utilizing it I'm seeing what works for me And I'm applying it In the terms of last night With taking my ass to bed That was extremely simple But for what it's worth It really wasn't A lot of us know we're tired A lot of us know we need to take our asses to bed. We got a whole day to get up to in the morning, work. Kids got to go to school. Maybe you're taking classes. (coughs) For those like me who work from home, y'all already know it's mentally a lot. You wake up at home. That's why I don't keep none of my work stuff in the bedroom because I at least need some kind of space that is void from work, everything else in my house, some way, somehow reflects work. And from the minute I walk out my bedroom, I'm at work, whether I'm in my pajamas, whether I have no intent on getting any work done. And I imagine waking up in the office every day and your pajamas, slippers, your cup of coffee, walking through the office to get to the fucking, um, staff pantry to make you a cup of coffee. That shit will fuck your head up. Okay. This is why balance is so important. This is why maintaining the three Ps are so important. Um, I need to do a whole episode on that, real life shit. I've been looking into it to make sure that that's not like a copyright thing before I um, speak it. But I found out that it's not, so I'm not even going to tell y'all what the three P stand for because I did once before. I'm going to do a whole episode that's probably going to be Monday's episode, if not a bonus episode, sometime this weekend. But um, that's not a promise. I know I said last weekend, and I told you I was not a promise last weekend. I do be trying to do bonus episodes. The weekends is just very noisy. I live in an apartment. I live in Brooklyn. Now it's the summertime. Like, if I don't hurry up and finish recording this, there's a neighbor in the next building who guarantee about 10, 10 is coming outside with their fucking boombox. Like, and that shit is going to reach all the way up to my crib. So, yeah. Time be of the essence. This is a shared existence. And things don't always go my way. And I don't have enough space to do the whole eggshell um, closet thing for a booth. Nah. So, you know, I work with my time. Anyway, like I was saying, um, it seems like just going and making the decision to go to bed early was an easy one or a responsible one. It's not. I explained in... um. A previous episode, which title escapes me, about plans, ignorance. Like sometimes we are aware or aware ignorance. I don't remember how it was exactly said. And I'm freestyling, so my notebook ain't here. I can't go back. But um, there's a state of mind where we know something is wrong, but we still choose to do it because just overall we want to fucking do it. <coughs> And personally, I mean, if we're going to use labels, right, wrong, good and bad, there's only one time in life or there's only one position that you can ever be in in life where you know something is wrong and it's okay to still do it. And that is when you are aware that it is wrong and you are willing, not, not give a fuck. You are willing, you are conscious, you are aware and willing to deal with any and all consequences. Hurt feelings, somebody flipping out on you, jail, being sued, being physically hurt. When you take responsibility for your actions completely, (coughs) your actions are never wrong. They might not have been beneficial to others. They might not have been legal. They might not have been moral. But if you don't think you're wrong, if you would not think, if you know that you're not wrong, who the fuck is anybody to tell you that you are? But um, with that notion being in our mind, we make choices every day that um, you know, aren't in our best interest, and we are aware that they that they aren't in our best interest. For me, it's staying up late. That's like my thing. Um, the mornings when my daughter's in school are dedicated to work and domestication. I clean, I cook, I record. So, for you guys, I post, um, I get orders filled, I do postal runs. You know what I'm saying? My mornings are kind of booked. And then when my daughter comes home, she occupies my time, um, tending to her, making sure, cleaning up after her, fucking getting her outside when the weather is nice, um, get her off that fucking laptop all day long, keep her productive, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Since fucking COVID happened and blended learning started, they don't do actual homework, all the work is just done in school, I guess to minimize the teachers having to touch papers and shit. I don't know. But so, you know, homework ain't, hasn't really been a thing, but just keeping up with her making sure that she's doing something productive, reading a fucking book, doing some kind of dancing or working out. You know, that's my evenings and my afternoons, cooking dinner, cleaning up the kitchen, finishing up any work that wasn't done. Um, a lot of my products, Take days to make. So, you know, continuing the process, shit, I'll be busy. I'll be really busy. And my me time is usually after midnight when the house is quiet, once um, my daughter's in the bed, once my son is settled. And, you know, he's not loud. You know, he's not really a problem too so much. He's grown. So, you know, it's a different. Vibe from an adult child. They're from a little child, but the house, the neighborhood is quiet. The building is quiet. I don't hear the um staircase slamming as much. It's just more peaceful at night. So that's when I like the vibe. That's when I like to watch YouTube. Um, damn, I'm mad. I don't know. I don't want to say um son name wrong. I would have gave a shout out to my other um favorite YouTube artist. I believe is Dante the God. Something Dante the something, I think it's Dante something the guy Dante the something guy. But yeah, all gotta look if y'all search on me YouTube, they'll pop up, especially if you search yo yo 808. Dante, you can scroll down on his um like YouTube friends or related things and you can find Dante. That's actually how I found him, but yeah, them niggas is fucking hilarious. Yo, I dead luck though. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's my time, that's my time to just bullshit when I don't want to do anything, watch scary movies. And I make the conscious choice to do that, knowing that I'm not a morning person, knowing that I'm going to be cranky, knowing that my daughter is going to move slow and going to take her time because she's not a morning person either. I put myself in that position every single day to be a roaring bitch in the morning because before I log on to this, guys, that's exactly what the fuck I am, a roaring fucking bitch, and that's not cute, that's not cool, and I think I've been noticed it, but I just didn't give a fuck. (laughs) I really have been noticing it, I just really didn't give a fuck, and I complain so much about how tired I am about my mornings being like this, and how aggravating it is to go through the same cycles. And this is where practical application came into play. I had to have a conversation with myself. Like, bitch, higher self really had to kick in and balk on me. Like, bitch, I guess higher self is tired of this. I've been tired, but now higher self is tired of this. And yeah, we're going to make better decisions to have smoother mornings. One, send Serenity to fucking bed earlier make her go to sleep. How do you make somebody go to sleep? You bore them to fucking death. I will let Serenity lay in there with the fucking um, TV still on or whatever the case is and she just don't go to sleep. So, you know, when you know how to fix something and it's in your power, this is what the basics is. Before I sit there and just keep telling y'all the details of my day-to-day life, I just realized I'm high and I'm battling. But the bottom line of what, you know, I'm getting to is when you know how to make the changes, you put them into play. I sent her to bed a few minutes earlier, um, a few minutes earlier. I take my ass to bed a lot earlier. I make sure that um, well, not I make sure. This is the decisions that I've just come up with. And yesterday was my first day, like putting all of them together. I've been doing little things slowly. Um, but yeah, it hit me this week that if I put if the little things are working and helping, or I'm seeing a benefit. Cause I can't really say that it was helping because I'm still exhausted. Cause I was still, the main key was taking my black ass to bed. So I just put them all together. Me going to bed, me making sure that the kitchen's cleaned that the door was walked off before I actually got tired. You know what I'm saying? Making sure that I leave my shoes in the bed, I mean, in a living room by the door, because that's my favorite excuse. Oh, I don't know how to go to my shoes, so in I'll make up a million excuses guys. And it's not healthy, and all of us do it. That's why I'm sitting here talking. You know, I have to use me because I don't. You know, everyone's lives is different, so my example is the only one that I really have most of the time. But when you apply the knowledge that you've acquired, when you apply what you know, when you have the ability and the opportunity to fix something or to make something better, fucking take it. All you're gonna do is make something better. Now that was. The simplest, you know, um, visual I could have came up with. I didn't come up with that. It was actually real-life scenario. But, I mean, let's just take a minute and think about it on a bigger spectrum. And this is not to diminish it because you guys really, for me, it's a lot. Me being focused during the day is a lot. Me being well rested during the day is a lot. I'm a lot more productive and that does. That's a big part of me shaping my existence. So I'm not even going to sit there and diminish it like, oh, that's just a little thing. No, for me, it's a very fucking big thing where I need rest. I need a better structure with the, um, my domestic life, my personal life, and my business life where I struggle for balance. I never, ever, ever pretend like I don't. But um, we have to, we can and we have to take that same ideology. I gotta look up ideology. I say that word a lot. I need to make sure I'm always using it in the right way because I have a feeling I overuse it so much. But that same concept of knowing more sleep will equal a better day. Something that fucking regular can be applied. If you have fucking roaches, Or any kind of vermin infestation, right? You're spending hundreds of dollars on pest control, on um, exterminators. Nothing's helping, right? Understanding the problem for what it is. I have pests. I have fucking rodents. Then... Assessing what you can do off the back without really no money or you know with tangible items that's already at your display. What's in your own power and dominion to solve the problem? Now, if that was me, I'm a researcher. That's my the first when I don't know something or when I'm baffled. The first thing I do is look. I look it up. You know. With my knowledge of herbalism, I already know shit like mint, menthol, mothballs, things like that, they don't like. So I would definitely switch to like a peppermint soap or get a really good um strong pure essential oil um of mint and infuse that bitch in everything. I would my house would smell like a big-ass peppermint patty. Everybody would walk in this bitch with a sensation. I would do what's in my control. I would cook at very specific times and I would wash as I'm cleaning. You know what I'm saying? Everything would be in zippies or fucking plastic wrap or um, Tupperware containers. That's what you do in your control. And then from there, you assess the situation again. Okay, I did all this, they're still here. Don't get overwhelmed. Are they still here in full force? Are they less, did they come more? analyze what's going on then you can make your next move next move necessarily i mean yeah realistically would be getting help you never go for help until you help yourself like we be so stressed out and we be so overwhelmed with life and we just especially if you haven't elevated to the level where you can see your role in things and your capabilities and take responsibility we're always looking for fucking help. Me personally, when it comes to serenity, when it comes to our mornings, I'm always beefing about the fact that I don't have the other half of her chromosomes to help. And they go alive. He well. We good. I speak to him. He, he takes care of her. It's not like that. You know what I'm saying? It's just not what I want. I want someone a burden, the carry half the burden. Like, I want this shit equal. Like, I ain't one of them bitches who fucking got pregnant and just had a baby on my own. Like, no, 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 no. This was a discussion. Like, this was an agreement, bro. But I'm still doing, you know, that's the what was me. See? Redirect. That's neither here nor there. All that was to say that I get into my bag, as y'all can just see. Especially when I feel like I'm carrying too much of a burden. I really do. I feel like I'm, I I will get like a, a roaring fucking bitch. And every morning I get on my pity party shit. I just wish I, I you know, this is this not fair. I'm always the one. I should. Me, 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 me. And I'm telling you, higher yourself. Today's Friday. What was that? Wednesday. Higher yourself really kicked my ass. Because... My behavior is has not been conducive to my true self. Real life shit. Every morning I, I'm like possessed by some other side of me that just don't have no business being fucking out, especially not first thing in the morning, especially not dealing with nobody kid. Especially not dealing with my motherfucking kid. So through self-evaluation, putting myself in check, I did. I gave myself an ultimatum, not even an ultimatum. I gave myself a to-do list and I made sure everything got done. And part of that, even she into the morning, I got her up just a bit earlier. That gave her a few more minutes to bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It's just all about how you do things. Like, No matter what you're doing, if you know your position, if you know your capabilities and your abilities, your power, as well as your limitations, if you know what you just cannot do, like if you one of those people who have like a health problem, a medical problem, and when you wake up in the morning, like you actually physically cannot get out the bed for a few minutes because, you know, circulation issues, nerve um, damage, whatever the case is, then, you know, that's different. Always knowing where you stand with something, and I don't know what made me think about that, but um, no matter what your limitation is, if you know that you're a person who can't see blood, you know what I'm saying? You wouldn't run to an accident trying to get fucking help. You know what I mean? Blood to make you pass out. Now you're gonna now the ambulance got to fucking call an ambulance to help you because your dumbass is on the floor passed out, knowing you couldn't handle the blood. You can't do nothing there. So what do you do? You stay the fuck away. You pray you send good energy. It I kind of bounced around, but I'm about to wrap bring it all up, bring it all together and, you know, strengthen the whole idea. But all this was to say, we have to know how much power we have. We got to recognize and we got to apply it. Learning something and not using it is just nothing. Like none of us have the real limitless pill no matter what kind of herbs you take in, no matter what kind of fucking drugs you take in, no matter what kind of fucking meditation you're on. You're not going to recall every single piece of knowledge you've ever absorbed at will unless you exercise it to some extent repetitively. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I want to talk about. That's what This is a long fucking intro. I just realized I gave you a whole life story, but I think it was necessary. Y'all need to know I'm human anyway. I'll be going through shit, word of mother. But yeah, that's what today's whole episode is about. It's about practical application. How do we take the knowledge that we're being given and utilize it for real? You know what I mean? Utilize it daily. Utilize it as much as possible. How do we make it not just lessons that we've learned or knowledge that we've absorbed, but how do we make it actuality in our life? How do we make it parts of our existence? So what guidance or I guess assistance can I give when it comes to practical application? The only thing that really comes to my mind is what I've been doing and just doing it. And sometimes it seems like saying something, just do it. Like That just seems so simple because it really is. Um, Our mind absorbs and processes information extremely quickly. So the way we talk about the thought process can drag, but realistically, this is happening in microseconds. Once we enter into any situation, whether it's a physical situation, um, mental, emotional, financial, once we're in a situation, our brain is working. Our perceptions are up, we're absorbing, we're analyzing. We might not think about it, but we're perceiving and taking in everything energy, tension, possibilities, escape routes, um, but analyzing, you know our body just does that. depending on where our consciousness is focused at that moment, we might those might become subconscious um, observations but they're still being taken in. With that being said, we have all the information at our disposal to make the best choices for us if we're, I guess, focused and being honest more than focused. Because a lot of the times we know we got control whether it's limited control, partial control, total control. We know when we we have control. We know when we have the ability to switch course, to shape, to manipulate, to create and destroy. Whether we're just not thinking or we're thinking too fast, whether we're overthinking or overfeeling, not feeling. Um, if we're not in tune and aligned, and when I say focused, I mean focused on our ultimate goals and desires, it's really easy to not apply the information that we've learned. The information that we know, the lessons that are constantly repeating themselves to us. When it comes to I'm just going to run through all of them when it comes to physical physical control, you know you. You should know your, your weight and not by numbers, your weight and time and space, your position, how you move, your speed, your stamina. I know for a fact I can get probably about halfway down a city block at close to full speed before getting tired, which means once I'm there, I either got a good sprint to get to the end of the block, or I have to slow down. So that way I can be able to go longer than the rest of the block. Because I can sprint and make it to the end of the block, but then I'm going to die. Not rest in peace, die, but it might as well, because I'm going to fucking collapse. That's my, at this moment, my stamina's point. I know physically I have to make a choice there. I already made the choice to go full force. So once I'm there, now I have to, either I'm going to Go all in and stop, or I'm going to slow down and stretch this out. Physically, we know our bodies. We know, you know, and I'm going to just say general stuff that we can all relate to. We we know how our body responds to certain foods. Um, we know how our muscles respond to certain tasks. If you know you work all week, your job is physical, and by the end of the week, your body is sore. <coughs> Maybe you have limited vision, <coughs> limited hearing. Physically, we know ourselves. So, when it comes to our physical bodies, making choices to push. Or to chill, I think a little bit easier than um, choices of the mind and heart and soul. But the application is still the same. The the determination process, the way to utilize it. If you are trying to get out the house and the front door is closed, you want to go out the door. You know you want to go out the door. You know the front door is closed. The only way you can get out through the door, out the house and through the door, outside where you want to be, is to do what? To open the fucking door. So you do it, right? Let that simple analogy work for every concept. The other day, true story, guys. I'm not going to let this one be as long. I want it to go somewhere. I was excited about it, I've been looking forward to it. And regular for me, once it came, I kinda didn't wanna go no more. And it's not that I didn't wanna go, anxiety kicked in. I don't know why. That's just how my brain works. I got anxious. Um, I started soul scripting, telling myself who was gonna be there, who wasn't gonna be there, Um, imagining how things were going to happen, um, already telling myself that, you know, I was gonna be uncomfortable after a while, or I was gonna be bored, there was gonna be more people there that I didn't know than I did know, and just all kinds of excuses. This what my brain does though, this is normal for me. I've learned that, and because of that, I've learned to push through that. I have learned to put myself on the spot, see. I don't embarrass easy in public, but in my head, I embarrass myself all the time. And though it's not nice to put yourself in, you know, uncomfortable positions if you don't have to, sometimes I have to. Therefore, I embarrass myself. I had to ask myself straight up and down. If you could come up with one legit reason, well, not embarrass, I had to put myself on the spot. Yeah, that's kind of embarrassing for me. I don't like being on the spot in public. I mean, in, you know, real life all in my head. And I basically just press myself. If you can come up with one legit reason that you, me, myself, not having to do with my kids, not having to do with anyone there, anyone not there, anyone in anyone besides me, if I could not come up with one legit reason to not go, why I should not go, then I was going to go. And that worked, it pushed me. Not only did I go, I had a great fucking time. You know what I'm saying? We have so much control over the things we do. And and with that same thought, we have so much control in what we don't do. Sometimes we talk ourselves out of things, we convince ourselves, we allow situations. And when I say, you know, I had to put myself on a spot, that was after, no, that was before, even after so. I kid you not, everything was going wrong. For some reason my phone wasn't my um, phone was on the charger no life like 4 hours and I swear it was still dead. My fucking music cuz I, I got an MP3 to still listen to um music when my phone is not charged. The MP3 wasn't charged. Like everything just was seeming to go wrong. Couldn't find my keys. Um the outfit I wanted to wear didn't look right. I had to switch my clothes. Like when I say everything was trying to make me stay. That's because that's how I was creating it. It's what I say we create our own reality. It seems like that's all stuff that I had no control over. Oh, well you charged your phone. It's not your fault that, you know, the phone didn't charge. No, it's not my fault that the phone didn't charge. I really did put it on the charger. But I didn't have to let that stop me. And I didn't. Oh me would have let that stop me. You know? And that whole fucking visual was just to let you know like Things happen. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been, I've woke up in my bag before. This is like way before and knew I had to go to work. True story, 19 hour shift ahead of me. I stayed with fucking dramatic long shifts like that. But I remember I didn't have much sleep. I think I had like one day off and like the last like eight, nine days. And the next couple of days, like I think two weeks straight, I was on a schedule with no break, no days off rather. Break's there, but no significant break at home. And I kid you not, I remember this probably when I realized that I allow things to stop me and I'm the one who's making the things that are stopping me happen. I woke up, I was in my bag, I was tired, cranky. And tell you when I don't get enough sleep, I'm always in my bag. I didn't want to go. I knew I had to go. I actually needed the money. I couldn't afford to not go. Um And when I say everything was going wrong, everything was going wrong. I tried to cook before I left, burnt the fucking food. I I remember, right, there was no hot water that day. Just everything to tell me, to confirm, in my mind, it was confirmation. Yeah, you shouldn't go today, bitch. Just stay home. And as I picked up the phone to call out, got to love when hot yourself kick in and take over, I really asked myself, with all this that happened, is it really worth not going? Like, it already happened. It's not like staying home, I can change anything. The food is already burnt. I'm either going to have to recook or let my son cook or buy out. Like, that's already a definitive. Yes, staying home will give me more time to recook, but it's still it didn't change the original aspect with the full fucking burn. The hot water's off. What the fuck? You got a stove. Boy, you, it's not like you don't have no water. You don't have hot water. You can always boil the water. You can take a bird bath. Yeah, you'll be a little uncomfortable. You might not feel as clean as you want to be. It won't give you that wake up, that refresh. But that's why you really want the shower, bitch. You want it for the regeneration factor get an extra cup of coffee Like i had to really redirect and push myself to realize that i can choose to let just regular events because that's what they were they were just regular things that fucking happen that can happen on any day to anybody i could take responsibilities for those things and put them in a category as controlling me as defeating me as dictating how my day go or I can be the fucking God that I am I can live in my divinity and I can make the choice to acknowledge and take the responsibility that yes this has happened but I still I'm gonna continue and that's what I did and when we realize, I don't know if y'all remember um for those who caught yesterday's episode that's that evolution that evolution I was talking about Before you make the decision to go right, left, front or back, you have to evolve. You have to elevate just a little bit so you can actually see the bigger picture and gain a wider perspective. I can stay home, but realistically, I'm already in my bag and things are over. I'm already attracting the same energy that I'm giving out. So staying home, I'm probably going to be annoyed. I'm probably going to be frustrated. I'm fucking around and going to burn. That's why I burned the food in the first place. I'm tired. It's not like I'm going to be less tired. (coughs) None of that is going to change. Leaving out my environment, being forced to work, because I'm at work. It's not that I'm being forced, I'm being paid. Being given a task and a responsibility will allow my brain to calibrate differently than how I would calibrate domestically. I'm already dragged domestically. I already could feel it. I woke up like this. So it's not like staying home was gonna, it would have took more work at home for me to get myself together than it would have at work. And I had to really just analyze all that and I made the right decision for me. You know what I'm saying? And that's the takeaway of all this. Self-mastery, shaping your best existence, living your best life, It's more than just learning coping skills, learning um, magic, learning energy manipulation, understanding vibration. Um, It's so much more than what we learn. It's how we use it. In the terms of magic, because how could I not just show practical application with magic? Energy manipulation. We talk about things like this all the time. If you walk into a room, you can feel the tension sometimes. that, but You feel it. You know that this room is tense. You don't know what's going on. It ain't your business. It ain't you. You just walked in. You didn't cause the tension. It was already in the room. So now you have a unique opportunity to manipulate it. You can one walk away and just ignore it. This you know, disassociate yourself with it. And there's nothing wrong with choosing that. You can entertain it, come in with an attitude to act like you you know you don't know what's going on, but you know it's not you. So you ain't even got time for it. You can feed it with fear and come in all timid and you know try to ask around and what's going on and you know what I mean. End up fucking and in the energy more because now you got everybody talking about it and everybody's, you know what I mean? Like you're in a position to do a lot or you can come in and greet everybody with love and pull out your phone and show them some mad random picture of your fucking dog eating a giant ass bone that has nothing to do with nothing, but does introduce a new vibe. You know what I'm saying? or maybe it's your toddler making a fucking mess in your room, something that you was absolutely mortified about and you only took the picture to send it to their father so that way you, you know, they can see what they missed while they were at work, but it cut the tension. That's magic. You controlled your environment. You controlled the energy. You took control. What about what our finances? I said I was gonna try to run through everything, right? What about finances? Oh, fuck. I got to switch sides, guys. I don't want this to die on us. Um, I was just, I swear to God, this morning I had got um the thought, the message. I don't know how to classify it because honestly, up until right now in this moment, I just thought it was just a thought, but it crossed my mind that getting a lump sum of money ain't shit if you don't turn it into a source of income. And I don't know where that came from because I'm not expecting a large lump sum of money. I am definitely open and willing and grateful to accept a large lump sum of money, but it is a very true statement from my perspective and understanding of money. To get a large sum of money, lump sum of money ain't shit. Money spins too fast. This is the money every world. We need money for everything. <laughs> So having a large sum of money doesn't really define to me rich or wealth. It's just having bread. Everybody get bread at some point in time. But when you turn a large sum of money into a source of income, now you got revenue. You got streaming income. That's fucking something to talk about. You know what I mean? We, when it comes to finances, it's the same, same guys, rules, the same steps, guys. This is how you do practical application. You, one, you realistically assess your situation. I am working two jobs. I am working a combine on any given week, about 55 hours. This was my life. On any given week, I'm working anywhere between 55 and 60 hours between the two jobs. I have two kids at home, one treading on adulthood, one who's still young. Those are two fragile ages where they need stability. They need financial stability, emotional stability. You know what I'm saying? My job is providing the financial stability. It is not allowing me to provide the emotional stability. That was the position that I was in. That was the real, no, furthering that assessment. No, yeah, that was was the position I was in. I needed the money, but I also needed to be, you know, more productive at home. What can I actually do, me, myself, what can I do to make both things happen? What do I have that I can use? I have skills, I have knowledge, I have talent, I have work ethic. And when I assess that, it allowed me to come to the conclusion that I can be self-employed. I can work for myself, I can sustain a comfortable live um, a comfortable income and build. That, you know, will allow me to build to the financial comfortability that I, you know, I'm working to right now for somebody else. And at the same time, be able to be home to provide the stability for my children that I want to be able to provide. What's the next step? Help. Who is in a position to help me? How can I help myself? Because realistically, that was... The next step would normally be who can help you if you can't help yourself. And like I said, if you can't help yourself, I realized I can help myself. I actually upped my hours. I worked OD hard. I saved, I saved, I paid bills up way in advance a whole year. And I banked, I waited for income tax time so I can have a little bit more to skim the top. And I fucking jumped shit. And I have no regrets. Where I started my own oh, and mentioned that I started stocking while I was working with paychecks. I started buying inventory for the business. I started on my them late night hours before I discovered um, the animes. I was watching fucking, um, what are they called? Um, seminars and people giving advice on how to do this, how to do that. I was learning how to work um, shit like Canva. I was learning about Facebook business. Instagram for business, I was learning about Twitter and all these shits that I had never looked at as a professional outlet. Started fine-tuning my brain, twisting my brain noodle, talking to people, talking to friends, getting their advice and opinions. And once I realized that their advice and opinions wasn't fucking helping me, that was me reaching for help. You know what I'm saying? And unfortunately, the majority of the help that I was seeking, I did not get. But it's cool because I got it for myself. It took a little longer, but Again, no regrets. And I just want to really, really quickly throw one more in. We did physical. We did um spiritual and magical. We hit financial. Even when it comes to love, guys, take control when you can. If you know for a fact you are in a relationship that is not working, no matter how much you love. Sometimes love ain't enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not going to, it's late in the podcast. So we're not going to sit there and do mad different analogies of abuse, of fucking cheating of you know all the negative things that can affect the relationship um substance abuse alcoholism fucking neglect it doesn't matter if you know your ultimate goal is a long life with someone who you love who loves you back equally whatever you have plans for yourself children take advantage of that. Children is a great um, real example I can use quickly. If you know you want children and you fell in love with a partner who does not want children, if that is your actual ultimate goal of parenting is a title that you want on your ego to define you in this life. Honey, it doesn't matter how good he look, how much money he got, what he do for you, how much he love you, what kind of life he can provide for you. He will never be able to be a part of your ultimate goal. That's, it's fucked up, but I mean, it's self-explanatory. Either you're going to make the choice to be unhappy for the rest of you, truly unhappy for the rest of your life. But, you know, probably experiencing countless moments of temporary joy. But never real happiness. Fellas, if you, your ultimate goal in a relationship is to have a woman who will nurture you, who will make sure you have a warm meal every night, who will make sure that your house is clean, that if you are sick, will provide for you, that will keep herself looking the way you fell in love with her. And you meet someone and fall in love with someone who is just broken, who is just so riddled with trauma and unwilling to face the trauma, too afraid, too damaged, too angry. But this person is so unwilling to face their trauma. And y'all already done had children together, y'all possibly even already got married, but it's maybe 10 years down the line. You still young, you only 40, you know what I'm saying? You still got a good 30, 40 years left on you, 50 years left on you actually, 60 years. Shit, I wish the best. Nigga said 70, 100 100 years of life is not that hard to reach guys if you're living right. Can you really deal with that though? Is that really fair to you? You made a commitment, yeah. You do love her, yeah. But are you gonna deem yourself to a lifetime of unhappiness and again, you, you might have countless moments of joy, but that's not happiness, guys. The takeaway from all this is we have to make decisions based on what we really know, not what we like, not what we hope, what we know, undoubtedly mind, body, and soul aligned. We have to utilize the knowledge, the skills, the magic, the experiences that we have accumulated in this physical life. We have to, the same way you've learned, whether it was by watching somebody run across the street and get God fucking blessed, smacked by a car, Or whether it was because you almost ran in the street and your mama snatched your ass back and dragged you for it. You know what I'm saying? Experience taught your ass not to run across the fucking street. Maybe you got a ticket. You wasn't even getting hit. Maybe there was no cars coming and you still walked across the light when you didn't have it. And fucking police, whoop, whoop, bored as fuck, pop up on you and give you a ticket for jaywalking. It happens. This is Brooklyn. Like, niggas be bored. You learned though not to do it, right? I know it only took one time for me to get a fucking ticket to remember to carry a fucking plastic bag walking my dog, and that was a sad thing. I actually had, I've actually say to learn to carry an extra bags. I had a bag. But she shit it. I didn't think she's gonna shit twice. What the fuck! I was a new dog owner at the time. I didn't realize that you know they don't let it all out in one go. I usually let it all out in one sit, and I don't go back to the toilet back and forth until I had more meals. So I didn't know, but. I hope this resonates, guys. I had fun with this. I was open on this one. I hope my personal experience and growth inspires you guys. I hope every episode of personal experience of growth fucking resonates. I hope it's, you know, entertaining. It's supposed to be entertaining. It's the morning. Nobody wanna be mad serious early in the morning. That's your boss's job to be serious, not mine. I'm here to enlighten. I'm here to spread love, joy, peace, and happiness, or sometimes a little chaos when it's called for, you know? But no, seriously, um, utilize what you know. Utilize what you know, put your ego aside, stop worrying about what could be, what people gonna think, what possibly, no. You know, you know, be real, you know it. You don't gotta like it, but respect it, right? Right, happy fucking Friday, guys. Love you for listening. Much love. Ashe. Namaste. Later, guys.